Welcome back to Bravo Breaking News. So we are hot off another explosive episode of Vanderpump Rules. And so much went down. Senorita Bubba is not going to be kept away from her swim-up bar. And we also got what is possibly the cringiest kiss I've ever seen on Bravo, as well as a cringy request about armpit hair. We are going to break it all down, but first, make sure you check out our Vanderpump Rules and Bravo-inspired merch. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any Bravo breaking news or episode recaps. Let's dive right in. Do you have any reservation for tonight? Yes, I do, for Bubba. We walk in and we have a reservation for two under Bubba. I don't understand. My ex-wife, we used to call each other Bubba. It's more Bub now, you know? Tom and Katie are having dinner in Mexico. This is the platonic dinner that they plan to celebrate their anniversary, which is not their anniversary anymore, um, and the closing of their house. So I think it's cute that they still, you know, attempt to be friends. As we know, it does not go that well. You know, the waiter's asking, like, if they're celebrating something, and they're like, Anniversary, you got married, many, mm, the life. The opposite. Many kind of the opposite. They got divorced. Um. And he does not know what to say or do with himself. Like, I feel so bad for this guy in that moment. Oh, my God. The poor waiter. I always feel so bad for them. Tom is saying, you know, it should be illegal to wear a suit on vacation. And he's kind of lamenting that his body might might be a little uh, softer than it used to be when he probably, probably first got that suit. This used to fit me like a glove. I used to f***ing look sexy in that. Ugh. So Katie's trying to do a toast. They get their drinks, you know, and it's like, oh, my God, Tom Schwartz definitely has ADD. I don't know if it's diagnosed, but like he can't sit through a 15 second toast. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I, my pants are literally so tight, okay, I can't okay. have my phone in there. So okay. go ahead, sorry. It's like, oh my God, dude, K Katie's just trying to like commemorate the moment here. Like give her, you know, your focus for 10 seconds. He, you know, talks about how maybe he's more apt to defend Katie after the divorce. I, by the way, it's funny. It's almost after we've divorced, I'm, I'm more apt to defend you. No, you're not. But I think he we quickly see and he quickly realizes like that's not necessarily the case. Yeah. And that's where this dinner like quickly goes downhill uh, because, you know, he starts saying that Katie basically pulled the wife card 15 times a day when they were married and he used it. She used it up too much in the beginning of their relationship to the point where he just got sick of it. You abused the wife husband card. And that he was actually a great husband. And then oh, we see Katie's confessional, which I died at. You know, we get the... What? 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 Yeah. And I feel her in that moment. Oh, my God, 100%. I mean, it, it did make me sad, though, because, you know, the producer's asking Katie, like, why do you think it is that he doesn't come to your defense? And she's like, he just didn't like me. He might have loved me, but he just didn't like me. And I knew that that was so sad because what a shitty feeling to have that your, you know, spouse, this person who you're in a relationship with, you think just doesn't even really like being around you. A knife to the heart. 
that made me really sad. Yeah. And then Katie accuses Tom of gaslighting her and he's like, oh, there's your favorite word again. So she keeps saying like, just be real, Tom, like just have a real conversation. Yeah. And just be this real, just be real, be real, be real, be real. And it's just, you're like, oh my God, it is definitely clear that these two are just not a great match, you know? Um, and then in the midst of this argument, the waiter comes in and says, Senorita Bubba. Senorita oh, hey, what's up, Vladimir? Oh my God, no, it's okay. Like, here's your dinner. And I just, oh my God. <laughs> it was such a good moment. I feel like we had a lot of really great moments in this episode. And that was one of them. Agreed. This poor man is just trying to do his job, um, but cameras are on him. He's faced with an awkward situation and he's just trying to do his best. So, and he did amazing. You're did doing amazing, amazing, sweetie. Once Tom calls Katie the provocateur, um, she's done. You were a provocateur for a lot of that stuff. All right. <laughs> she storms off. She's done with that dinner. You know, we see Tom try to call her and ask her to come back, but she's already off in her room. And like, that's that. They're done. And Tom is left in what appears to be an empty restaurant. There is not a single other person there. This was a bad idea. Literally not one person, which I was like, is it three in the afternoon? Like, what time is this dinner? I'm so confused. But yeah, I mean, Katie's saying that, you know, he's taking Brock's side over her, you know, someone who he hangs out with three times a year. Um, okay, he's his groomsman, but like just once again, another another display of Tom's loyalty to literally anyone else but Katie. Okay, we're back in Katie's room. Christina comes up there. She's kind of telling her, you know, filling her in on dinner. And then there's a knock at the door. And who's there? Raquel. Katie and Christina are clearly very confused as to why Raquel is visiting them. They, you know, do allow her in. Raquel says, okay, I'm not going to sit down because I'm just going to say this quickly. And I'm in my head. I'm like, what is she going to say? Like, what did Sheena send her here for? And when she came out with what she came out with, I was like on the floor laughing. Sheena asked for me to come over and just to let you know that because you didn't book a room through the hotel, a preferred room, that you don't have access to the preferred pool Oh my God. I cannot believe Raquel even had the balls to do this. Like, I just, so many things. I I died and, and went to heaven during that moment because <laughs> Raquel took that so seriously. I've never seen somebody be so serious telling somebody. It's like somebody died and she's telling... Yeah. Katie, that she is not allowed to go to the preferred pool, and it's the only pool with a swim-up bar. Like, yeah, so you know you know which pool she's talking about, because it's the only one that has the bar where you can swim up and order drinks. So, <laughs> I cannot, I couldn't take it, and neither could Katie and Christina. Christina just is like, uh, excuse me, what? Like, Cannot believe these words are coming out of her mouth. And honestly, I don't know, neither could I. And, you know, Katie goes like, 
the lack of self-awareness that Raquel is coming to me to tell me not to do something when she just asked my still husband to make out. So rich. Like, I don't know. Does this bitch have three brain cells? <laughs> unclear, Kim. Unclear. Um, so Katie is basically like, yeah, um, that's not going to happen. And so Raquel's like, so you'll just do it anyway? or Yeah. So Katie was just, you know, she's winning in this moment. I mean, she's like, I don't know. We might be just too drunk to know which pool we're at. We won't go to the swim up. Or we might. I don't know. I might be too drunk. So we'll just I figure it out. It. Okay. Do you think this was a joke? Sheena's trying to play this off as like a joke that she asked Raquel to go do this. I think she was being serious. And then later on was like, no, I never expected her to actually do it. I think she was being serious too. And... I think that when she asked her and then Raquel actually did it and like kind of made a fool of herself, that's when Sheena started to backtrack and be like, oh, it was just a joke, you know, because I think it it felt right. flat and made Raquel like look like more of an idiot than she already is. Yeah. So anyway, later on, we see Katie and Christina go to this preferred pool. They were on the list. Everything was fine. Life is good. There was like a split second, though, where we walked in. But he's like, what's your room number? 1706 last name maloney there you are check all right then we're allowed here so then we see the ladies and the gents um go to their bachelor bachelorette parties and sheena's is on this beautiful catamaran and there's a lot of drama surrounding uh you know whether lala or raquel are going to be going on this catamaran they both end up on the boat but, you know, obviously Lala doesn't want to be anywhere that Raquel is and vice versa. But Raquel believes that she has the power and she's basically like, Lala should be lucky that I invited her on this boat. Like, it's not up to you. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think Raquel is getting a little too big for her britches. We see, you know, Lala kind of pull Allie aside and have a heart to heart with her. She is kind of showing some concern for Allie and saying, like, you know, from the behavior that James exhibited the first night with the yelling and getting into almost getting into the fight with the guy who came up and gave him a hug. Um, you know, she just wants her to know that, like, Allie's not responsible for James's actions. And I don't know. It's it's kind of weird because James and Lala are good right now. But here is Lala going to James's girlfriend saying, like, I just want to protect you. Like, I want you to kind of realize what you're getting yourself into. That wasn't even a fraction of, like, what James could be, you know, at his worst. And it was a little confusing to me. I was like, this is not going to be well received by James. Yeah, no, I thought that was a little strange, too. Um, but, you know, we also get a peek at the men at Brock's bachelor party and the outfits are just on another level and like not in a good way. I've never felt so close to you. Yes! You know, we've got Sandoval rocking these like big Gucci glasses like that he thinks he looks like, you know, a, a rock star in, but he mm -hmm. more looks like a sad try-hard man. Um, but, and then we have the men all rocking the Speedo which I'm really questioning where that photo of Brock came from. He's like in 
what appears to be makeup or drag. Like, did you catch that? Yeah, and the print is like right on the crotch area of these speedos. Like, it's so weird and awkward. It's just, I think these Aussie guys are on another level when it comes to like being wild and crazy. Um, so I think it was all in good fun. But, you know, James is like, I'm not putting nothing on. And they've got this giant champagne squirt gun. <laughs> like, they are just like turning up. We see Schwartz trying to flirt, which was <laughs> pretty pitiful, if I must say. You have great eyebrows, too. That flirting was so sad. I just got divorced. He's like complimenting her eyebrows. It was not good. And of course, you know, he needs to get back into the dating game. But Katie definitely has way more game than Schwartz. So, you know, I don't know how that's going to go. But it's almost like he wishes that Raquel would show up because he doesn't need to do anything to get Raquel, but just like be there. And mm -hmm. so he thinks this like girl who's like booty dancing in the pool in a thong is Raquel. And he's like, Raquel, is that you? Raquel? That looks like Raquel. It yes, looks nothing, nothing like Raquel. <laughs> it looks nothing like Raquel. Like what? 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 <sighs> I kept thinking like, is there a girl in behind these girls who he's looking at? But no. <laughs> <laughs> like I know them. I think was it like an editing trick? You know, like are do the editors want us to think it was those girls? Because I don't know how drunk Tom would have to be to think that was Raquel. I don't know, but clearly Raquel was on his mind. All right, so let's get into the the welcome and the unwelcome party, right? So we've got Sheena's big welcome white party. Tonight is the big welcome white party. And I was just like, oh my God, the amount of white that these guests had to pack for this wedding weekend is astounding. I do not own that much white clothing. I Like you would have had to go shopping for all of these events where you're required to wear white. And then we have katie christina and lala who is a bridesmaid going to a separate dinner um on their own and it, it's literally like you know shouting distance to the welcome party like it's just so awkward i know they're sitting there and they're like maybe this resort isn't as big as we thought it was oh yeah we're like stone's throw Cool. They can literally see Sheena and her whole party, like probably like 20 feet away. Um, and then Sheena can also see them too. She like looks over and she's like, oh my God, they do not have them having dinner right there. Come on. That's where they decided to have dinner. So I don't know. It's just hilarious on every level. And I think Raquel makes a joke that you made a couple episodes ago. Um, Basically, they're just like the Muppets. Like those two old guys from the Muppets. Oh my gosh, Lala. Could you believe all these people dressed in white? And look, look at everyone. Like, you know, looking at everybody from a distance. And she does this very cringeworthy. I don't know. There are a lot of cringeworthy moments in this episode. The Muppets with the feathers and the um, in the confessional. And again, Raquel. Listen, like, stop. Listen, am I happy that... Raquel and I, that our brains went to the same place. No, I am not. However, 
I will applaud her prop work with the feathers this time around. I hate fun. We hate love. It was much better than the dab. I thought the little, you know, it was at least like a tiny bit funny. But yeah, we see Christina saying that she actually had a conversation with Sheena and apologized. Like, okay, great, whatever. I mean, honestly, not the time or place to do it, but okay, fine. And we're kind of going back and forth, like, between the white party and their dinner, like we see Raquel Cancun Barbie strolling into the party with her like 10 feet long legs, um, which I'm jealous of, I will say. And then we kind of get onto the conversation about like, everyone wants shorts and Raquel to make out. Yeah, and Raquel comes running. Are you gonna make out with anyone at the wedding? Can I join this conversation? She hears the words shorts and make out and she's like, oh, is it my turn? Is it my chance? And so she's just there in a flash. And basically, Sheena's saying, like, Katie's not your bubba anymore. You need to get over it. Sandoval says he doesn't want to be around Katie anymore at all. So basically, they're encouraging this. They are, like, pushing him on Raquel. And I don't know. There's a lot of peer pressure there. Yeah, I mean, if Katie wasn't mad at Sheena already for pushing Raquel and Schwartz together, like, she's certainly going to be mad now. I mean, this was a little bit intense. I think they were trying to give Schwartz some tough love, but I was not about it. Like, I thought they were being pretty harsh. And it's like, dude, the guy was married for, you know, seven years or whatever to this woman. Like, he's not just going to get over it in a heartbeat and you know, like, oh, don't call her Bubba anymore. Like, I mean, I agree with that, but it's like, don't force him to like, just start hooking up with chicks. Like, let him, let him do things in his own time. Leave Bubba alone. Yeah, but he um, does not leave Bubba alone because he, he doesn't walk. He runs straight to Bubba. He runs straight to Bubba and is peering around the tree like that. You know, it reminds me of that meme of that guy, like, looking around the corner. Like, oh, yes, totally. Or the Kim Kardashian coming out of the bushes. <laughs> yeah, and he walks up to them with a very strange request. I'm, I'm insecure about how long my armpit hair is. And Katie used to trim them for me. Yeah, I mean, he says, hey, Bubba, I, I need you to trim my armpit hair. And it was like, I'm sorry, what? Cue the Katie confessional. What? What? He says he has long armpit hair. It grows very fast. And Katie used to trim it for him. And it's like, well, you know, that's one of the perks of being married. But you guys aren't married anymore. And Katie doesn't have to do those things anymore. And I was proud that she said no. And she stood her ground. And then she, you know, Schwartz kind of like saunters away with his with his head down and all right i'll just cut my own hair i'm gonna go hi guys have fun Schwartzy. his shoulders hunched and you know lala hit the nail on the head she's like i shouldn't feel bad for him but like somehow he manages to make it like i still feel bad for him shorts just has this ability to like make you feel sorry for him but he feels sorry for maybe about two seconds because then he goes and finds this like little lone table and sits down with Raquel. Oh God, look at this little romantic table, right? Is <laughs> Raquel, what is this? Are you seducing me? And somebody immediately, as soon as they sit down, are like, make out. Make out. I do. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who do you think that was? I think it was Brock. <laughs> I felt like they showed it, like it looked like it was Brock kind of yelling. But this just, oh my God, it was like, reminded me of like high school when you're at a party or something and you're off with your crush and your friends are like, you know, egging you on or whatever. I was like, this is beyond awkward. So awkward. So cringe. I could not, like, I could not stand it. Basically, they're feeling pressured. So they're like, do you just want to do it? Yeah. I kind of just want to do it now. <laughs> like, it is so high school. I cannot get over it. Um, and, you know, Schwartz basically says, like, Raquel's like the forbidden fruit and he can't stop thinking about it. It's like, again, very childish. Like, when your parent tells you that you can't do something, it makes you want to do it 10 times more. Yeah, totally. So I, you know, at first it seems like Raquel's maybe doing this to, like, annoy Katie or like get under Katie's skin. But I saw a tweet that you posted and I, I apologize because I can't remember the name of the person who tweeted it, but I thought it was so spot on with the observation. It was like before the news of the affair broke, we would have thought that Raquel was doing it to annoy Katie. Now we see that Raquel was probably doing it to make Tom Sandoval jealous. And I think that that's exactly what it was. I think she, you know, I think she thinks Schwartz is cute, sure, whatever, but I think she's already has feelings for Sandoval. I think they've probably already hooked up at this point. And, you know, I think she's trying to make him a little jealous. What do you think? I completely agree. I think that that was definitely the motive behind this. I want to know how many more times they make out because in the timeline, we know that Sheena's wedding is late August. We know that Tom Schwartz finds out about this in late August. So where is this makeout in the timeline or the linear you know, progression, as Schwartz would put it, of the affair? Had they already hooked up? I'm going to say yes. How many times had they hooked up? And then it, does Sandoval see this and be like, oh, shit, like I need to tell Schwartz like before he takes this too far? Like how many more times are we going to see them make out? So this is just the beginning of, I think, the official affair timeline. And we need to know when it overlaps, you know, when it doesn't. I mean, we need the FBI, the federal Bravo investigators on the case get Megan King Edmonds on this case. And I'm so mad at Andy because this was the one question that we didn't really get an answer, a straight answer from Tom Schwartz on Watch What Happens Live, um, you know, where this fell in the timeline. Because Tom made a joke like, I wanted to know if the one night, one night stand happened before or after Raquel and I kissed. I was like, well, was it before or after we made out i would like to know right right um and come to think of it her breath kind of did taste of cigarettes <laughs> oh that was boy. a bad joke and we never got that answer i think it happened before they kissed what do you think i think so too i mean the time there's just not enough you know time in between late august august 23rd that is late august so we're talking days like it definitely probably overlapped and that's what makes this all the more interesting. I'm I'm obsessed. I'm back in. Scandaval is not going anywhere. 
In case you missed our recap of Schwartz on Watch What Happens Live, make sure you go check it out because he spilled all the tea in the cringiest way. And stay tuned for more recaps to come.